Welcome to Beyond My Beauty with Dr. Herod Ansa, a space where you belong and you are relevant. This podcast is here to equip and encourage you to experience God's love and share it with others. We understand the role of being a woman is full of blessings, challenges, and is often overwhelming. God encourages us to walk alongside one another for encouragement and to share His faithfulness. If you're ready to connect and deepen your relationship in Christ, we invite you to step back and let the Word of God refresh you no matter your age or season in life. Once again, welcome to Beyond My Beauty Podcast and let the journey begin. Once again, welcome to Beyond My Beauty Podcast. I am so excited today because we get to talk to one of my dearest, sweetest friend, Victoria. She's going to get into some um, R&R relaxation and uh, rest in the season. And we are talking all things anxiety, anxiousness, and how to find peace and quietness in the season. Now, I'm not talking about going into a place where you shut the door and looking for peace, but I'm talking about internal peace, like inner peace, mm-hmm. inner quietness, where you're able to just sit there and begin to reflect in the season and plan how 2021 can be better. Of course, we are also in a pandemic. We are going through a season of challenges. Most people are grieving. People are going through betrayal, loss, and we're just trying to just find out. How are you doing in this season and how are you managing anxiety levels, whether it's in your marriage? Because now guess what? Because of the lockdown, people have to look at their husbands every day and they may or may not really like their husband. I pray you like yours, but not everybody can say the same. Most people are homeschooling, which is something totally new to them. Most people have toddlers that wants to go to the park or go and play in the snow and they can't do that. So everybody's dealing with this anxiety and this pandemic on a different level. And I I just wanted us to just have a chit chat in terms of what is really going on and how to really find quietness. I want to start with my home. My home, we're doing okay. We're doing okay in the sense that God has been really gracious to us. Of course, we're homeschooling three wonderful children. We are leading a church. We have multiple stream of businesses. But one thing I do is I always do my quiet time. That's where I find my quietness. I always spend time with God and just set the agenda for the day. And even at the end of the day, if I don't accomplish everything that I want to, I still say, God, I'm alive. I'm well. Thank you. So I find myself being very grateful and just having a heart of gratitude in this season. But not everybody can say the same. So I brought my sweet friend. Now, this girl, let me tell you, she does it all. She's a mother. She's an entrepreneur. She has like about four or five businesses. She builds things from scratch. I'm only waiting for her to build a house from scratch. One day I'm going to buy a plot and tell her that, listen, build me a house. And once I get her the material, you'll be shocked. She'll have like the cab, the boots, and she'll be building us a house. She's amazing woman. She's a woman of faith. She's gone through so many things in her life, and that will be for another podcast. But she's a woman of resilience, a woman of prayer. I love her very particular in how she does things. But one thing you cannot fault her for is her heart for God. And that's why I brought her on this podcast for you to listen. The special thing about this podcast today, Victoria, is that it's also going to be live on our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and type in Beyond My Beauty. 
and just uh, you will be able to see this live. Sometimes certain people just uh, subscribe to just the podcast and that is okay. And some people are pictorial. They got to see pictures and that is also fine. But whatever you do, subscribe, like, and share, and send this video to someone that can help you. If you want multiple support, you can always go to our website, www.beyondmybeauty.com. Go on the resource page and there's a plethora of information out there to just help you in this season. Everything we do is free because it's a ministry that we believe God is using us as one voice to also spread the gospel out there. That was a lot of information. But Victoria, I want to warmly welcome you. I love you. Thank and I you. know my viewers and my listeners are going to love you. So go ahead and introduce yourself to us. For those that don't know you, who is Victoria? What does she stand for? What are her values? Um, first of all, I'm so happy to be here. And thank you for this invitation. I pray that um, what is said here touches the heart and helps somebody. Um, my name is Victoria Quay. I am I am just me. I, I love to learn um, any and everything. As long as I'm inspired and uh, it reaches out to help somebody, I'm all for it. So um, in a nutshell, that's me. Because if I go into the details, <laughs> you might be here forever. Listen, she's just being modest, okay? This girl does it all. She's a mother, she's an interior designer, she's a clothing designer, um, she does, she sings, but she doesn't sing out loud, she sings in the shower, just like me, okay? She's raising this amazing young beautiful girl that I love so much, she's always coordinated, uh, and like I said, she loves all things God, so just be modest amen <laughs> all right victoria i want to start with in this season how are you doing and how have you been able to plow through this pandemic with your little girl um i say i'm doing well now um beginning of the pandemic not so much because let's face it nobody's been through anything like this before and life was already happening for me so this was on the verge of sending me to you know that place where it's like i can't get out of here that rabbit's hole nobody wants to talk about um but i'd say this pandemic has been a blessing in disguise because it has forced me as an individual to look beyond titles, labels, who I think I am, who people think I am, and get to the heart of who this vessel is aside from everything that I do or aspire to do. Um, so I'd say it's been a blessing in that way because we can all sit here and say what a horrible year 2020 has been but 2020 for me is insight because actually 2020 is vision perfect vision so this year has forced us to see if you allow it to the perfect vision of who you were meant to be so i'll say that yeah yeah touch on that who you were meant to be and and how true is that because for all the many years that we've 
all been around this earth. No one has experienced a pandemic before. Yeah. And when you look at what our prime ministers, the president and people were going through, you could tell they were only trying the best they could. Yeah. But you said something so important, who you were meant to be. I wanted to touch on um, parenting because most of our viewers are also parents and they're women of faith and some have multiple children, some has one, some are expecting. How was parenting for you through this pandemic? It's very interesting. Um, I think us as parents uh, look at our children as always being vulnerable and we want to protect them. But in a season where this unexpected season, we're all like children. So for me, uh, I'm very grateful that uh, my daughter, she's full of insight. She asks questions. In this pandemic, I've been able to learn from her because in my insecurities, I think more, she doesn't know, she's only four. So she, she knows there are certain things that, you know, we normally do that we're not able to do anymore. And the questions that she asks, and I'd be more upset to say, oh, I'm so sorry, we can't do this. You know, I've had my moments where I tell her, okay, you sit on the couch, mommy needs a minute. And I go to the bathroom, close the door and just have a breakdown. And she'd, she'd be like, mommy, it's okay. It's okay, we can do something different. So for me, uh, we've, she's parented me in the way where I've learned from her innocence. We can't do this. Okay, so then what can we do? She likes her evening walks. You know, you go outside and people are all bandanaed up. People are walking across the road because they think you're a walking infection. So for that, for a child, must be traumatic. So yes, we'd go out on our walks, but we changed the time. And then the times where we were supposed to go on our walk, we'd do something creative, just her and I, and just me learning from her and her discovering things. And it's opened me up to just stopping and taking a moment to appreciate what the present is outside of the havoc that's happening outside. What am I doing right now that's making an impact for her, but for me too. So um, that take a moment and take a breath is very important because when you're in a place where you're there's anxiety you're not thinking to i need to breathe you're let me do this let me do that stop and take a breath um for me uh so uh, a friend had said to me um just breathe and i thought okay that's that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard because when you're you're in your feelings and things are happening. You just want an outcome. But take a breath. What does that mean? And it was like God dropped in my spirit. When I created man, there was nothing to him until I breathed into him. So in your moments of anxiety, take a breath, but have God breathe, breathe into you life and everything else is in his control and he, as he breathes into you, he'll give you the understanding, the concepts to deal with whatever it is. But sometimes we're just in a rush. This has to be done and I'm guilty of this to say, this has to be done at this time so that whatever else is, stop, just stop and 
allow him to breathe into you. And by the time you look at it, it's like, so what was I freaking out over? Like, and, How did I not see this? And, so, and I totally yeah. agree with you. I'll, I'll share two things. I remember when I was in labor with my first um, son, I remember I was going through the whole contraction and you in pain. And I mean, for anyone that has gone through childbirth before, before the pedro kicks in, I was in pain. I was screaming. I was all over the place. And I remember my husband held my hands because he remembered in class that just let her keep breathing. And I remember he would say, breathe. And I said to him, if I'm looking at you, I'm alive and I'm breathing, right? And I remember he didn't say a word until the baby came after that. But what I'm saying is that how true is that that we need to stop and not only breathe, but let him, let God breathe in us. And especially in this season, and like you said, parenting the pandemic, it said something that was so important that the children also parented us. I remember a few months ago during the pandemic, you know, all the kids were home and I'll clean up and literally, Within three seconds, they just make a mess again. So I remember I went to their bathroom and I brought all three of them. And I said, listen, you guys are going to clean. I'm going to give you the rules to clean. And when I started, my daughter saw her so frustrated. She said, mom, I will take over from here. And I said, no, I'm going to tell you because I wanted to clean my way. Yeah. And she just quickly said to me, uh, you just go, come back in 10 minutes. We'll get it done. And I remember when I was oh. walking away, I did what you did. I went to the washroom and I cried. And I said, God, have I become so impatient that it's taking like a nine-year-old to teach me about patience? But that is how some people are just parenting through the season because we're not waiting for God to breathe in us. Yes. He needs yes. to breathe in us, right? Yeah. Oh, thanks for sharing that. Dealing with anxiety. Now, I know a lot of people are dealing with anxiety. And I always tell people that anxiety can be good or bad. Anxiety is good because when you're anxious, some people have like sweaty palms, uh, palpitation, your heart is racing, you feel like you're losing control. If it's good anxiety, it causes you to stop. Let's say you're driving your car and somebody goes, watch out. All of a sudden, you're like, what? And then you stop. So that's a good anxiety. Bad anxiety is when you're worrying that you're going to let people down, you're going to lose control, and it's not real. Yeah. The, 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 the eminence thing is not real. So I want to just dig a little bit into dealing with anxiety as it relates to emotional pain and loss in this season. Because for many people, the loss and the pain is real. They've lost loved ones, they've lost colleagues, they've lost finances, they've lost relationships, they've lost themselves, right? And that is their reality. So we cannot say that it's not real. That's their reality. And I wanted to just speak to that in the sense of how has anxiety caused people to look at all these different sides of, of their lives and how can they really look back and say, how can I come out of it? Um. Wow. I'd say you're right. Anxiety can be good and anxiety can be bad. And um, bad anxiety lets you know, I think should be your alarm signal to say, hey, listen, something's happening. It's too far gone. Stop. Um, losing people in life adds on to that. I know uh, in, in, in May, I lost uh, an uncle and he was more like my father. And even the way I found out, it was just traumatic. And I just, I wept like, I was just like 
I can't take anymore. How much, like, I, I stop. Like, I just broke down and it's like, life, stop. And in that moment, I was like, God, please, I need help. Like, I, I feel so vulnerable and I hate feeling like there is no end. And I know there's a God. It's like, why can't I feel you? And he says, it, it dropped in my spirit. He's like, in the moments when you don't feel anything, that's when I'm touching you because everything else has stopped. Like you can't feel nothing else. So I was like, how do I grieve? I'm anxious. All this is happening. There's no certainty. And in that, especially when you're dealing with uh, loss of a person, it's like I dreamt uh, my uncle and he just looked at me and he's like, I'm done. Like there was nothing left that I needed to pour out into the world. I'm done. So the spirit that you remember of me, that's my legacy I leave with you. Carry it out. So when it comes to loss and it's, it's painful, um, even till this day, because I, I didn't get to go to the funeral. He's half the, he was half the world away. Um, I just remembered, okay, the things that he loved, how do I, because I knew him and that was his passion, how do I make that relevant? He may be gone, but how do I carry that legacy of him? So he loved helping children. So it was like, okay, how do I help children? He's still here in the work that I do to remember him. and. I think um, God puts it in as when I lent you to the earth, the way you're feeling now when I take that back, that's how I felt when I let you go. So now you get to feel how I feel when my heart is broken. So however comfort comes, know that it's me comforting you because that's how I felt. So I took strength in that um, and that helped me to deal with anxiety too because when you're anxious, it's all about you in that moment. Mm -hmm. How do you get out of it? Come out of yourself. What can I do for somebody else? Wow. Because wow. In, in, in a place where you're anxious, you're not thinking about anybody else. It's retention of who you are. How do I survive this? But if you can come out for that for just a moment and say, who can I help? Who can I inspire? Even if it's just smiling at somebody, you don't know what you've done for that person. It helps you too, because it's like something as simple as a smile. Are you kidding? If you're in anxiety, you're not in happy thoughts. Try to smile. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I think... Um... Thanks for being just honorable, honest and vulnerable because loss is a big thing, especially in this season. I've helped a lot of ladies go through loss. And the honest truth is when it's not planned or when it's not expected, the mm. pain, the emotional toll it takes on a person is way worse yeah. than if it was expected. In this yeah. pandemic, you can go to bed and the next day you hear a news that just shatters you. And like you yeah. said, you begin to say, stop already, enough, right? Yeah. Now, 
in that same token, how can we be ourselves? I know you did talk about just smile. How can we truly be ourselves when we are in a state of anxiousness? How can we really be ourselves? Finding out who you are, because I think, um, like I said before, we have titles. I'm a mom. I'm a business person. But that's not really you. Take the words I am, like my business is not who I am. It's what I do. I am a mother. It's not who I am. It's something I do. Who are you stripped away from everything else? And I think through this pandemic, it's helped me find out who I am. Um, and I know some people are sitting there thinking, so who are you? For me, I am, apart from what I do, I, I am strength in ways that I exhibit strength, you don't exhibit those strengths. I am love. The way I love, you have no idea how to love. And I say it in that way because the things I've been through in life have curtailed me to love the way I do, do the work that I do, mother the way I do, think the way I do. So my path to love, knowledge, wisdom is different from your path. So if we grasp that and then share that of who I am through the way I do this, that's who you are. And how powerful is that? Because all the things you listed, whether you knew or not, are all the fruits of the Holy Spirit like love, joy, strength, because yeah. strength is also long suffering. And that speaks to your faith in this season, because I remember uh, one of the questions I get asked the most is you wear multiple hats. And I tell people, no, I don't wear multiple hats. I wear one hat. I'm just a child of God. And what I do is the other things mm -hmm. that I exhibit outside. Yeah. And I think it's so important for our viewers and our listeners to know that, find out who you are in Christ. See, one of the things I love is that the Holy Spirit is our comforter. And in a time of loss and grief, he comes to comfort you. He comes to tell you that, feel my warmth and breathe. You know, I'm with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Yes, the pain is real, but I'm able to take away the pain. Mm -hmm. I'm able to make you deal with the pain. One of the scriptures is, when you go through the valley of the shadow of death, shadow of death I will death. be with you. I'm not going to leave you. So that becomes you allowing the Holy Spirit to be a comfort. And then now you allow God to find your identity in him, right? And most people mm -hmm. always say, who am I? And I say, who you are is who Christ says you are. You are strength. You are courageous. Yeah. You are bold. And that's why one of our motto here beyond my beauty is that you're bold and you're fearless. If you can dream it, God can do it. Yeah. Because it's not what you do, because what you do is limited. What if yes. your business is closed down? Then that means you've lost that identity. And what if uh, your children grow up and go to university? Then where's your identity? But your identity is in who Christ says you are. Yes. I want to shift a little bit. Let's talk about avoiding limitations in this season of pandemic. How can we avoid limitations? Um, I think you open yourself up to opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, I learned uh, years ago, um, one of my mentors, she had said to me, if you want to expand and grow, learn never to say no. 
and I gotta start right there. Please, somebody write it down. Learn to not say no. I don't have a lot of pet peeves, but the minute someone tells me no, Victoria, I go to God, I go to resources, I say it can be done because one of the things, and we're gonna go back to what you said, but one of your favorite saying that I like is that what you don't know, find out the answer to do it. And listen, viewers, this is some nugget she's dropping. I've lived by this quote. Learn to what? Not accept no. Yes. There's always a way. Please carry yeah. on. Because that is one of the limits we place on ourselves. No, I can't do it. No, I'm not qualified. I don't have the skills. You can always pay someone to do it. I yeah. built well, I build websites unknown to people. I learn how to build websites. Yeah. I cannot design clothing like you can, but I could tell you how I want it. You know, yeah. um, yes, you may have a PhD or you may not even be educated. God has given everyone a measure of grace and a measure of talent. And out of your grace and your talent, you can do something that someone else is not able yeah. to do. And that is called the grace that God has given you. Yeah. Sorry, I had to really like go in on it because that's <laughs> one of the mantras I live by. And in yeah. this pandemic season, it's been almost like what, a year that we've gone through this pandemic. And most people are still sitting down saying, I don't know what it to do yeah. you know what to do you know that you are anxious you know that you are afraid you know that you don't have the finances get up and seek help where do you start ask yeah. people go online yeah. there's help out there but yeah. you have to take a step forward so i got to yeah. put that in there go ahead <laughs> um so i remember her uh i think maybe i was maybe nine years old um god rest her soul but she she'd always she was an older lady and she'd say, Victoria, you want to expand yourself? Don't limit yourself. So never say no. And I looked at her like, so what am I supposed to do? She says, if you find a reason for you to say no easily, here's how you say yes easily. Get on your computer, type out reasons 50 pages, font number nine. Fill the 50 pages front and back with the reasons why no. And I thought, 50 pages. That's a lot. Number nine. That's a book. An encyclopedia, <laughs> you know what I mean? So she said, if you can do that with unreasonable doubt, then you don't say no. But if there's an iota of saying, well, maybe, go with the maybe, and you'll find that in the process of you learning how to do what you've accepted, you find creative ways of doing other things. And I think that's a secret for me because learning that at that young age, I didn't say no to a lot of things. I know my friends would be like, growing up, they'd be like, I'm not doing that. And it's like, yeah, it's a task, it's a chore, but guess what? Now most of them look at me like, you know how to do so many things. Like if you quit this job, you can go into this job. Yeah. Me, I'm just stuck with this one job. And I'm like, and it's harder now that you're older because technology is so far gone where something a kid can be like, oh, that's easy. You're like, I don't even know where to begin kind of thing. So I think if we learn to say yes, and your yes doesn't have to be, I'm bringing it in perfection. Say, yes, 
I'm expanding myself. I was this much today. But because I said yes, I've moved that much. Yeah. And I my like mom, what, sorry, go ahead. My mom used to always say, take, because she was very adamant about us being able to do things. And she said, take a belt. If you only have three holes, if you lose weight, you only have those three holes. You must create notches in that so you can decrease when you need to and increase when it's mandatory. And I always said, yeah, you know what? My belt is gonna be the one that has holes from the very buckle right to the end because I don't want you to be able to put me just in this hole and I can't move from this hole. You won't limit, I won't allow you to limit me and I won't limit myself, so. That is so powerful. And I'm gonna take that belt example and teach my kids. Because <laughs> I find they just want to live in a certain sphere. Yeah. But one of the most important thing is don't limit me because I'm gonna be poking holes all through from the beginning to the buckle. Yeah. Because if I'm in a season of shrinkage, I can use it. If I'm in a season where I can handle more, I can increase it. And how true is that? Because what we do is that we try to strive for perfection. Like, you know, I'm a perfectionist and, and, and God is still working on me. Things have to be a straight way. And yes. I, I find so much time being perfect that I never really complete what I want to complete sometime because yeah. the eyes are not dotted, the, cross, the teeth are not crossed. But in this pandemic season, like you said, I have found out that it's not about the perfection. It's about completing a task and telling yeah. yourself it's completed, right? Yeah. yeah. And that is so important. The final thing is how do you keep a sense of humor in a pandemic? How you keep laughing? Because I love to laugh and there's been season in this season where I could not laugh because things were serious. I just couldn't laugh. But how do you keep your sense of humor to keep yourself sane by laughter? Um, I honestly, it sounds like um, almost a cliche to say, but I had to look to God just, just to be able to laugh because there was like nothing funnier. There was, I, I saw more tears, frustration around me. How do I laugh in that season? And, um, Thankfully, my daughter was with me at that time and she was, we were watching, I think, a nature show or something. And the man who had the camera was trying to focus on an, a lion about to pounce on an antelope or something. No and where he was hiding, a monkey just popped up in his screen. I laughed so hard and it was like, God said, see, I have humor. I made monkeys like monkeys are not the cutest things on earth, but just to see them smile, that'll make you laugh. Just little things like look around you. There's humor in everything. Um, I'm, I'm a perfectionist myself. So I found myself at home just rearranging things. I'm like, I'm tired of this. I just need a change. And I'd come, I'd fix something in a certain spot. And my daughter just thought, you know, I don't like this there. I think I'll display my doll here. And I'm like, but you have a toy box that that goes in everything in its place. Mommy, it's okay. It looks cute here. And I looked at it and I thought, this is her house too. Why wouldn't I let her enjoy it? And just seeing that she wanted to put something of hers on display. For me, it was funny because I thought a doll is not for display. It's meant for you to either play with, but 
in that zone, I'm like, wow, she's teaching me, I'm teaching her. And for me, there's humor in it because I thought I needed to have it together. And it was like, no, there's humor in everything. You just have to want to see it. Right. Yeah. And, and, and how true is that? Because I like to laugh a lot. And I realized that some of the little things that the children would say or talk about would just get me cracking up because if I didn't, then um, I'm just going to be crying because a lot was coming. A lot was coming. In. And you said something so profound that look around you. There's so much things to laugh at. One of the things I laughed at the most in this season was trying to get my mom to Zoom with me. And her generation and my generation is two different generations. My mother too. And her camera was upside down as you kept saying. I can't see you. Why is your head down? I said, no, mommy, your camera is upside down. Yeah. And then when she fixed it, she was on mute and she kept saying, I can't hear you. So oh, for me, stuff like that was very humorous. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, in my workplace, we did Zoom, we did uh, uh, MS Teams and just to see different things. Sometimes the yeah. background of people, you're like, whoa, like this you know so i found humor in that and yeah. it's not to offend anyone humor is good like yeah. Peter, i said god created the monkey that just showed up in that guy's camera yeah. you need humor to get through the season and, yeah. and most times when uh, i remember one of um the girls that i mentor called me and she was just like going through so much and she was just like crying and and i said listen okay breathe out get in your car go to mcdonald's get a mcflurry eat call me back she goes what? I said, yes. She said, why? I said, because you need to chill. Yeah. Right about now, there's no one to hug you. There's no one yeah. to tell you it's okay. I'm not going to tell you it's okay because it's not okay. Right. Get in your car, go to McDonald's, have a McFlurry. She called me, she goes, Pastor Harriet, I feel good. I said, see, yeah. now go to bed. We'll figure it out tomorrow. Yeah. When the next day came, she didn't even know why she was upset. See. McFlurry yeah. will give you some calories. But guess what? It will make you feel good. So And it was a moment to breathe, too. Yes. To yes. Breathe. And let mm -hmm. God breathe in you. Yeah. And let God breathe back in you. Yeah. So, listen, Victor, it's been amazing. One of the things we want this podcast to be is I want to bring in real people, real mothers, women in ministry. Uh, we got to do a party to this. Absolutely. Now we got to give them practical ways to get yes. to the anxiety. I'm going to put on my hat as the therapist. You're going to put your hat on as the mother and, and the woman of faith and everything. We're yes. going to come back and do at least five or six ways for them to get through this sure. season. But we wanted to at least uh, let you know that um, this season is serious. By no means are we laughing at the season. For some people, humor gets them through. Some people they choose destructive lights, which to me, it's not the way out. They drink, they smoke, they do certain things. And that's just their choice. But me as a believer and us as believers, we lean on the word of God. We lean on the promise of God. We lean on the promise that God will never leave us nor forsake us. We lean on the promises that it is a season that he's going through with us. We will come yes. out stronger, wiser, better. 
this anxiety will not take us out pandemic will not take us out we are coming out with resources to know how to end well and strong and be well for the next season Amen. we believe that god is in control we believe that if we can dream it god can do it so i'm speaking to the woman today that is going through an anxious situation a woman that has given up that is broken. you're looking at two women in ministry that have children that is also walking through the pandemic with you we are praying for you one of the things that have helped us is prayer we pray at midnight we pray during the day uh we always pray because that is one of the ways to communicate to god and make sure that our relationship is solid with him so i want to leave you with this if you find yourself going through any form of anxiety in this season, there is hope for you. There is trust in God for you. All you need to do is say, Lord, I'm tired. I release everything in your hands. The children, the marriage, the finance, the job, the business, my mind, my spirit, release it to God. Simple prayer and just watch God turn things around for you. You don't have to suffer in silence. You can always reach out to our counseling sessions. We will have a free counseling session with you and then of course we'll just break down what you're going through how we can help you get on our website but above all like victoria said be there for someone else so that you can also pour into someone else yes i know the thing that you cannot pour uh, out when you're empty but there's always a little something there that you can give to someone anxiety is real it is not a uh, you know, it's not a, a thing that is just out there. It's real. People do suffer from it. People get panic attacks from it. People now get into depression with it. It is real. We recognize it. But what we wanted to do was to add our voices to say that it will not kill you. It will not take you out. It will not make you quit. It will not deter you. It will not stop you. You can overcome it with resources, with prayer and people around you. So Victor, yeah. we're going to get you to put in the last word, but we have to do a part two to this and give them tools and ways to come out of it. So yeah. your, just your last thoughts and then we'll close this podcast. I will say um, till the part two, if you find yourself um, in anxiety or just not knowing what to do, get creative with even the smallest things. Once you come out of yourself, um, because anxiety tends to lock you within yourself. Come out of yourself. Express yourself, even if it's drawing a stick person. Try a stick person today. Mm. Put shoes on it tomorrow. You've progressed. Don't feel stuck. Move from that. In the, in the littlest things, move from it. And you'd be surprised the little steps that you take, how God carries you through it. So hang in there. Hang in there. I know we're praying. Yes. Yes. And you know what? Rightfully so. Start with a stick man. Put a shoe on it. Same. I want to bring that stick man to life. Wake up and just get dressed yes. and take a selfie and say, God, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You can do it. Listen, thank you for joining us. We'll be doing a part two to this. Look out for it. Today is special because we're going to put on YouTube and then the podcast as well. Um, and then, of course, we're going to tip a part two to this. If you do need any support, reach out to us. Go on our website, beyondmybeauty.com. 
check the resource center. There's so many things there. I'm also going to put Victoria's businesses and her information on our site as well. It will be on the podcast description and of course the YouTube description. If you need to connect with her in any form, any way, please do. She literally designed my home and my home is fabulously done by her, all by her. She's good. Most of the clothing that I wear, it's her that designs it. She's amazing, amazing. I'm going to put all that information out there. I know she's planning to begin her YouTube channel. Once she starts, I will bring her on so that she can talk more about it. In this season, like she said, be creative. Don't be perfect. Just start and find who you are and know that we're praying for you and God is with you. So I always want to end the podcast with a prayer. Uh, Father, I thank you for whoever is listening today. I pray that, Lord, wherever they find themselves, whether they're anxious, whether they're in a state of depression, a state of war, in a state of stress, I pray, oh God, that you visit them. Give them the strength, Lord, to rise up and go to the next season with grace. I want to say thank you. Bless everyone that is watching today. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you so much for coming. We're going to have a part two. Uh, And I know God will bless anyone that is tuning today. Like, share, subscribe, and know that you're connected to a channel where you are relevant and important to God. If you can dream it, God can certainly do it.